the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is sponsored by Disciples Pathway Ministries. Welcome to Disciples Pathway Ministries, a mobile ministry with Minister Robbie E. Lilly. Disciples Pathway Ministry is a mobile ministry advancing the kingdom of God so that no one is left behind when Jesus Christ, our King of Kings, returns for his great church. Good afternoon, family. Good afternoon, family. Happy Sunday to you all. I hope that you all are blessed. I hope that you all are enjoying this day, the, a day that the Lord has made, and we shall indeed rejoice. You have me today, Minister Dion. My mother is not in today, but as always, she sends you her love. She sends you the comfort of God. She is praying for you all. Peace unto you all. And we hope that you are praying for our families as well. Uh, and family, today we have a, a, a wonderful message. Uh, I mean, all of our messages are wonderful, but, you know, each one always comes with its own spin, its own zeal, its own freshness. And I hope that this one blesses you as the spirit has spoken unto me and it blessed me. And so, you know, today I just wanted to let you all know what inspired this message. Um, it's all about fully trusting God. Um Oftentimes we'll land into some situations and we don't we're, we don't really come to trust God until we find ourselves in that said situation. But I want to encourage you, family, that no matter where you are, no matter what the bank account says, no matter how bountiful your resources are, how scarce your resources are, your uh, your position, uh, social economic status, that. There is always a place in life to trust God. Don't wait till you get to that place to where you have nothing else but to trust God. Don't wait till you get to that place. But he's it's just trust him now. It's, a, it's about a repetition. So it doesn't matter if I'm a base or a bound. I will trust in the Lord. And so that's what inspired this message. And we spoke about trust some time ago on a, another message. And we said that trust has to do with one's ability to respond when you tell the truth if you tell the truth it's going to be based off of how you respond to the question and if you're going to trust somebody or be entrusted it's going to be based off of your responsibility or your ability to respond trusting a person place or thing makes us return to that thing person or place with admiration and expectation. For example, I recently went to one of my favorite burger places, uh, five guys. And when I went into the, to, when I went into the establishment, everybody greeted me. Oh, Hey, welcome to five guys out from the cooks to the cashier, to the young man that was cleaning. Hey, welcome to five guys. And, and so I proceed forth to the counter to, place my order and I say, hey, may I have a, a double burger and uh, a single? And as I'm letting the, as I'm giving her my order, 
She shouts back to the kitchen, can I get a double two patties? Double two patties? The, <laughs> the cooks rang off in the kitchen. May I get a single with cheese? Uh, single with cheese. And I'm, it's, I haven't even given her my card yet. <laughs> the order's not even finished, but as I'm uttering these things out, there's a cadence going out through the rest of the kitchen. And when I tell you, family, what I ordered came out so phenomenal. It was great. And I think what added on to the greatness is not the seasoning or the salt that they put on it, but just my experience because of my admiration and expectation was met. And so that leads me to the title of today's message, the rhythm of his cadence. Again, I say the rhythm of his cadence. Family, let us pray. Father God, how we love you and we thank you this day. How we give you all the glory, the honor, and the praise. We come before you asking for the forgiveness of our sins that we may come with a clear conscience and a purified heart to receive all that you will have for us this day. We pray for knowledge, wisdom, and understanding in the reading of your word. Lord, how we love you and we thank you. In Jesus' name, amen and amen, family. Well, today, family... Uh, for the reading, I would like to take us and direct us into 1 Samuel chapter 13. We're going to be starting here at verse 1, and I'm going to be re- reading out of the New Living Translation. And it reads, Saul was 30 years old when he became king, and he reigned for 42 years. Saul selected 3,000 special troops from the army of Israel and sent the rest of the men home. He took 2,000 of the chosen men with him to Michmash and the hill country of Bethel. The other 1,000 went with Saul's son, Jonathan, to Gibeah in the land of Benjamin. Soon after this, Jonathan attacked and defeated the garrison of the Philistines at Gibeah. The news spread quickly among the Philistines, so Saul blew the ram's horn throughout the land, saying, Hebrews, hear this, rise up and revolt. All Israel heard the news that Saul had destroyed the Philistine garrison at Gibeah and that the Philistines now hated the Israelites more than ever. So the entire Israelite army was summoned to join Saul at Gilgal. The Philistines mustered a mighty army of 3,000 chariots, 6,000 charioteers, and as many warriors as the grains of of sand on the seashore. They camped at Michmash, east of Beth-Avon. The men of Israel saw what a tight spot they were in, and because they were hard-pressed by the enemy, they tried to hide in caves, thickets, rocks, holes, and cisterns. Some of them crossed the Jordan River and escaped into the land of Gad and Gilead. Meanwhile, Saul stayed at Gilgal, and his men were trembling with fear. Saul waited there seven days for Samuel, as Samuel had instructed him earlier, but Samuel didn't come. Saul realized that his troops were rapidly slipping away, so he demanded, bring me the burnt offering and the peace offering. And Saul sacrificed the burnt offering himself. Just as Saul was finishing with the burnt offering, Samuel Samuel arrived. Saul went out to meet and welcome him, but Samuel said, what is this you have done? Saul replied, I saw my men scattering from me, and you didn't arrive when you said you would. And the Philistines 
I had Michmash ready for battle. So I said, the Philistines are ready to march against us at Gilgal, and I haven't even asked for the Lord's help. So I felt compelled to offer the burnt offering myself before you came. How foolish, Samuel exclaimed. You have not kept the command of the Lord your God. The Lord your God gave you. Had you kept it, the Lord would have established your kingdom over Israel forever. But now your kingdom must end. For the Lord has sought out a man after his own heart. The Lord has already appointed him to be the leader of his people. Because you have not kept the Lord's command. And we'll stop there, family. You have not kept the Lord's command. And so the chapter opens up telling us that Saul was a 30-year-old man. The prime of his life when he became the king over Israel. And he reigned 42 years. I want us to see that word reign. He reigned for 42 years. God took me back as he always does to the book of Genesis. And he had me to recall that God had not caused it to reign on the earth because there was not a man to till the field. Reign is one of God's earliest cadences. Rain provides its beat, drip, drop, drip, drop, drip, drop. No wonder why just listening to it will put one to sleep or put one at ease or put one at rest because it's one of God's earliest cadences, drip, drop. So God couldn't cause it to rain without man so why would man be able to reign without god hmm saul says hmm i mean i've been here since i was 30 i've been here for 42 years and so i'm gonna go ahead and i'm gonna summon my troops and we're gonna go ahead and march out against these philistines I'm going to disperse my son to the land of Benjamin, where I hail from. Saul being from the tribe of Benjamin. I'm going to disperse my son to the land. And my son had success in that land against the Philistines, defeated them. (laughs) So I get a little taste of victory. And just as we gave an early example in an earlier message, It's one thing, a a bouquet of roses are beautiful at their first sighting. But we must remember that they are disconnected from their source. So even though beautiful at the time, presentable at the time, it is only a matter of time because they are disconnected from their source that they will dry up and die. And so we can say that Saul is having a bouquet of roses Moment here. I done sent my son out to my own hometown and he done got the victory. Let's blow the ram's horn. Rise up and revolt. The blowing of the horn was a falsified victory. Not obedience, but rather arrogance. 
And I want to ask you, family, if we're all being honest with ourselves, if we're being honest with God, if I can be honest with myself before you, how many of us have gone out ahead of God prematurely? How many of God, how many of us have gone out ahead of God's prematurely and instead of heeding his instruction, we go out as a bouquet of roses to present ourselves victorious. But yet, because we are disconnected from our source, the victory is falsified. It's no wonder why Philippians chapter 4 tells us, be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication. But in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. So verse 12 says that Saul said the Philistines are ready to march against us at Gilgal. Oh, they coming. I went out and poked a bear and didn't even ask God for a stick to fight with. <laughs> and I haven't even asked for the Lord's help. Saul is admitting to himself, admitting to Samuel. I didn't, I just started this mess and I didn't even ask God for a broom to clean it up with. I didn't even ask for the Lord's help. We cannot be anxious for nothing, family, but in everything, everything, the little, the small, the insignificant, the, the significant, but in everything, prayer and supplication, petition, petition, family. We need to ask God for help. And so now that he has remembered, oh, I didn't even ask God for help. I felt compelled to offer my burnt offering myself. First of all, you're from the tribe of Benjamin. Legally, you don't even have the right to offer anything unto the Lord. That was assigned to the tribe of Levi. You can't, you are not even worthy. You are not even appointed. You cannot even legally come before the Lord. That's what got a lot of men killed in those days and times. Because you were not appointed to come before me offering anything because it's not worthy. Oh, how foolish, Samuel exclaimed. How foolish. You have not kept the command of the Lord your, the Lord your God gave you. Had you kept it, the Lord would have established your kingdom over Israel forever. But now your kingdom must end. It's Saul's loss, family. Because had he been the blessed man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands in the path of sinners, nor sits in the seat of the scornful, but he delighted, but he, he delighted in the law of the Lord and meditated in it day and night, he would have been like a tree planted by the rivers of water. It would have he would have been reigned over. His kingdom would have stayed and remained and reigned over Israel. He would have been like a tree planted by the rivers of water that brings forth his fruit in his season, whose leaves also shall not have withered. And whatever he would have done would have prospered. Meditate, family. Meditate. He, if, had he just meditated, had he just considered what the Lord has said unto him. The cadence of God. When we listen to music, we have some type of media outlet as you're listening to me. On KKHT 100.7, the word. 
This is the media by which I am coming to you. Whether you have Spotify or Pandora, there there is a platformed media that that the word or the music must travel, that the information must travel to. Information does not come in and by itself, but it is transported in vehicle by media. Had you meditated, mediated, day and night, you would have heard my voice. You would have known that I desire to bless you. If you would have got in cadence with me, if you would have found my rhythm, your song became your favorite song because you heard it again and again. And again, you know the lyrics. You you can you know the lyrics without the beat. Acapella. Because your meditation upon that song, you probably jammed it in the morning on the way to work, and then you probably put it on and heard it on the way from work, and you meditated on it day and night. And maybe the song is 10, 20, 30 years old, but yet I still remember when I hear his cadence. He longed to reward Saul. God is long to rewarding you to, to reward because I am a rewarder. He didn't say I am the reward. I have a reward. I am a rewarder. His reward was stripped. God said, oh, how I wanted to bless you, Saul. I had you set up, Saul. I had you set up because Samuel was coming to you. Samuel was on his way. I said seven days. I said seven days, seven whole days. Just like I told y'all to march around that wall, seven whole days. Just like when I spoke and creation came to pass, seven whole, just seven days. Just give me a week. Just give me a week because I'm sending my prophet to you. And my word says that he who receives me, he who receives you receives me. And he who receives me receives him who sent me. He who receives a prophet in the name of a prophet shall receive a prophet's reward. I had you set up. He who receives a righteous man in the name of a righteous man shall receive a righteous man's reward. I had you set up. I had you set up. He was on his way with the reward for you. My media was on its way. My vehicle, uh, my, my, my vehicle and my vessel by which I was carrying my word was on its way to you. You were set up, family. And I want to encourage you this day that God is setting you up. He is setting you up just as he had Saul set up, family. But you, me, we must get into lockstep with God. We must be able to hear the rhythm of his cadence. When God breathed into man, he became a living being. The breath that God provided, the Ruha breath, his spirit by which he spoke, his spirit by which he rose our Savior up from a bald grave. The same spirit he blew 
into man. And man became a living being, which means the heartbeat. Boom, boom. Boom, boom. Boom, boom. It came. So God's spoken word gave us our cadence to him. And when we get away from the cadence, when we get off beat family, that band, that orchestra, that song ain't going to sell many seats nor tickets. Because there's not going to be many who will hear of it. He lost the kingdom. Because he lost the cadence. He lost the reward. Because he lost the beat. He dismissed the promise. Because he forgot the lyrics. Family, let us remember. The cadence. Let us remember the beat. Let us remember the lyrics. God has spoken to you. And is speaking. Heaven is always talking family. But because we have so many other distractions. Or maybe like Saul we get so comfortable. Hey man I've been here. been here 42 years. Many battles have I won. Many times have I succeeded. I've done this over and over and over. I was here when I was 30. At the pride of my youth. The flower. Of my glory. In 42 years. But. God says. "Mm -mm. You needed me each one of those years. And so you needed me now. But because you had not heeded me. Don't come running to me now. You're already off beat. And because I am a musician. That never missed a note. I can't rock with you now. We're not in lockstep. So let me. Let me, and matter of fact, I have already appointed him to be the leader of his people. The Lord has already appointed him to be the leader of his people. Who is he talking about? A man after his very own heart. A man after his very own cadence. A man that will follow the beat of his heart. A man that will remain in lockstep with him. A man that will sing out a praise unto him. A man that will blow a trumpet. With soundness, with fidelity, with confidence, with confidelity with me. So your reign must come to an end. This song is not my song. <laughs> y'all know how y'all going through that shuffle. And y'all 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 in the mood, y'all feeling a certain type of way. And the song comes on, nah, this don't fit me, skip. Nah, nah I'm not feeling this one, skip. This radio station, mm-mm, skip, turn it. Because I need something that's going to fit what I'm feeling. I need something that's going to sing to my heart. I need something that's going to put me in a certain mood and I can move with it. So God said, your kingdom must end. For I have looked and sought. I've changed the station. I've changed the media. I've redirected my word. To a man after my very own heart family. Time is failing us right now. So I close. What has God spoken unto you? Have you listened close enough family? Have you indeed sought the heart of God? Next week we will come in and see how David sought. The heart of God, how the kingdom 
of David was ushered in. But we never want to close without extending an invitation unto salvation. Family, God is moving. Heaven is moving and grooving. And if you want to come into lockstep with God, you must first receive of this thing called salvation. For Jesus is the only way unto him. Jesus is the only cadence from him. And if you are ready to receive of it, please repeat these words after me. Lord, I am a sinner in need of a savior. I believe you hung, bled, and died in my place. You, the son of God, then rose and is now seated at the right hand of the father. Lord Jesus, you are welcomed in this place of my heart. May your spirit never depart. Receive me as I receive you this day. In your holy name we pray. Amen and amen. Until next time, family. One voice, I speak life. Thanks for listening to Disciples Pathway Ministries with Minister Robbie E. Lilly. Thanks for your prayers and for your gifts to his great work of God. For booking and requests for services, look up Disciples Pathway Ministries on Facebook. That's Disciples Pathway Ministries on Facebook. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.